Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of So What Podcast. I still can't believe we're here today before we get into the story of how this podcast came to be, which is kind of a crazy story. I want to introduce myself and give you a bit of context of where I'll be sharing from in this episode and also in the episodes to come. My name is Anna McGuire. I was born and raised in the great state of Wisconsin, so yes, I am a diehard Packer backer. When I was 18, I moved to Missouri to go to college, and that's where I met the hero of my life, my husband, Andrew McGuire. We've been married five years, and I will say I'm obsessed with him. I love him with my entire being, and he makes my life just that much more joy-filled, more adventurous. He keeps me on my toes and I just love it. Uh, five months ago, we welcomed our very first child, our baby boy, Archie. We are crazy in love with him. Honestly, we love being parents more than we could have imagined. So I'm sure I'll be talking about Andrew and Archie quite a bit in the episodes to come because like I said before, I'm obsessed with Andrew and I'm high-key obsessed with Archie. So in addition to being a wife and a mother, I'm also a counselor. I finished uh, my master's in school counseling and mental health counseling in May of 2019, and I'm also an ordained minister. I promise I'm not one of those people who are constantly analyzing others. Most days, I'm pretty good at flipping the analyzing others switch off. I'm passionate about helping individuals make choices that bring about life of purpose, rest, and adventure, and that's why this podcast exists. From self-care to healthy relationships to dreaming big, each episode will have practical conversations, I'm going to say that word again, practical conversations that offer achievable next steps to sow intentionally and reap abundantly in your life. If I could camp out here for a moment, as I shared, I'm a counselor and a pastor, I'm all about achievable next steps. I'm not about some ambiguous pie-in-the-sky ideas. I want concrete, what are things that you and I can do to grow, to reap abundantly in our lives, to experience peace, joy, and healthy relationships. So that's really where my focus is going to be, is the practical conversations that offer achievable next steps to sow intentionally and reap abundantly in your life. So my mantra for the podcast is sow intentionally, reap abundantly. You're, it, it's really that simple. Sow intentionally, reap abundantly. House plants are all the rage nowadays. I'm sure you know that if you are a millennial. And if you're not a millennial, I'm sure you're aware of that as well. And I consider myself to partially be in that club with my two succulents and leafy green peace lily. The beautiful thing about plants is that we can expect that if we prepare the soil, sow the seed, and water the seed, we can expect to reap a beautiful plant. As simple as this may sound, which that's the way I want it to be, when we intentionally choose what we sow into our lives, we can expect to reap abundantly, to reap abundant peace, clarity, purpose, soul care, self-care, healthy relationships, adventure, and fun. That's where the name for my podcast comes from. It's from this idea of sowing. Sowing what? Sow what? What are you sowing? What are you intentionally choosing each and every day to be a part of your life? The truth is, what we sow is what we will reap. 
If you saw my announcement of this podcast, you read that I had initially planned on launching this podcast last fall. I'd worked much of the spring and the summer on starting a podcast and diving deeper into life coaching. As I got closer and closer to those areas becoming a part of my everyday reality, I started to sense this need to stop. It was like this wall came up. I had this passion and this drive and suddenly it dissipated. It went away quicker than it came. And if you know me, you know that I love to dream up big plans. And then I thoroughly enjoy walking through the details of carrying out those dream, those big plans and making sure those dreams become a part of my reality. Uh, if you know me well, you know that I'm an Enneagram 3, so that probably doesn't surprise you that much. So sensing the need to pause or to stop, that isn't at all natural of me. So the, sen- the, the fact that I felt that and I sensed that, I knew I needed to lean into it. I hear a lot of people complaining about or saying that 2020 has been awful. And if I'm being honest with you, 2020 has been a year of fresh life for me. 2019 was the most challenging year I've ever experienced. And I think my husband would say the same for him. In the midst of some really challenging obstacles and taking some of the biggest steps of faith we had ever taken as individuals and in our marriage, we found out uh, we were pregnant with our most precious gift, our son. So here we are, 2019, challenging, challenging obstacles. I'm sure I'll dive into those in the uh, weeks and episodes to come, taking some major steps of faith and finding out we're pregnant. Here I was in this moment of what the mess am I doing with my life? Who am I? What am I actually called to do? What do I actually like? Who am I called to be? I began to realize that it was time for me to get to know myself better so that I could take care of myself better. Being a counselor and a pastor I've developed this ability to turn off my emotions at times in order to care for others. Prior to 2019, I would say I was good at self-care according to society standards, but honestly, it wasn't true to me, self-care. So starting in September, I made the conscious decision that I was going to begin to name my emotions declare my victories and disappointments, evaluate my relationships, and allow myself to dream of a healthy rhythm for my life. When I say that, it sounds kind of romantic, but it was anything but that. I knew that the best mode to check in with myself was going to be journaling and that I was going to have to get real on paper. You know, I just said that we took some major steps of faith My husband and I, we transitioned out of uh, uh, traditional-ish ministry. We served full-time at a church for many years. Really, I served full-time in churches since I was in college, and that was really my focus and my job. And now I'm a school counselor, and we joined a church planting team. That was a huge step of faith for us to walk into a new season of ministry. 
And so to really check in with myself, it was going to mean I was going to have to be raw about some experiences I had recently had and some fears I had moving forward. And I didn't love the idea of putting truth, my truth, my experiences to paper. Honestly, prior to September 2019, I kind of avoided journaling altogether. Typically, that's something I love doing, but it scared me to get real. It scared me to be real with myself, and I was anxious about the idea of being disappointed with who I was. So I started the journey of writing out even the most uncomfortable feelings. I wrote out when I was feeling angry or jealous or flat-out exhausted. I wrote out when I felt happy and joyous and thankful And it was during these really raw moments with myself that I got to know me better. Even now, as I reflect on it, I just have to kind of pause because, I don't know, it was just some of those moments where I thought, man, here I am, 26, almost 27 years old, and the last four to five years of my life, I have rushed through these seasons and these moments and Here I am on the brink of a new chapter of my life and I want to go into it fully aware of who I am. And I guess I was shocked by how unaware I was of who I was. So I don't know if you've ever been in this boat with me, but I found it that it was really interesting that in a me-centered culture, we can live our lives and really not know ourselves. That we can develop a brand or a social media identity, full-fledged careers, be a part of a large circle of friends, and still be totally unaware of who we are at our core and what we truly need. As I shared before, this process of becoming more intentionally self-aware was not glamorous or really Instagram story worthy. But it allowed me to come to terms on what I truly wanted to sow into my life. I decided in those moments that the next five years weren't going to look like the last five years. That I was going to understand who I was. I was going to understand my emotions in a greater way so that I could sow intentionally. Because I wanted to reap abundantly. I want to live a life of abundance, a life of gratitude, a life of joy, a life of purpose. But I knew that in order to get those things, the sowing had to be done well. As I sit here today, I can't help but think maybe coming to terms with who you are, getting to know yourself better, checking in with yourself on a regular basis may do the same for you, that it may help you so more intentionally so that you can reap abundantly. And I think that if we could start this community of so what in any way, you know, we could do giveaways or I don't know, some kind of hype thing. But really, if my podcast or this community could help start anything, it would be a community of authentic individuals who really know who they are so that they can sew intentionally. So I created this resource recently. It's going to be completely free. Don't worry about it. Like I'm not, this isn't like a switch bait kind of thing. 
I basically created this resource that I found that I was naturally doing in my own life that helped me feel more aware of who I was and really begin to check in with myself. You see, I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm addicted to my Google Calendar and I love having to-do lists. I'm like textbook Enneagram 3 when it comes to those things. And I found out that I would typically do my calendar or self-check-ins on Mondays. And I would really see, okay, what is my week going to look like? What are my goals? What things do I want to accomplish? But I began to find that as I was really looking to the future, which is never a bad thing, where there is no vision, where there are no purposes ahead of you, you can become unmotivated and numb. So you need those things. But I found that I was becoming so future centric that I was missing the here and now in my life, that I was missing what am I accomplishing right now? What am I enjoying about my life right now? So I began to follow some journal prompts of mine and they were really simple. They are five prompts and these are what I'm going to put together in the resource. Simple prompts. What are three emotions that I experienced this last week? Again, it's not that I'm looking to the next week. I'm looking to the the week prior, the right now. What are three emotions that I've experienced this last week? Naming emotions. So sometimes it would be, like I said, anger or jealousy. Sometimes it would be, man, I experienced just this abundant gratitude that I can't even like begin to describe. And other times it was, I just feel sad. I'm sad about this, or I'm super excited about this, that, or the other thing. Like, so just beginning to name your emotions, beginning to recognize what victories did I experience this last week. Another prompt that I would walk through is what were some challenges that I walked through this last week? Another thing that I would journal through was who is someone that I authentically connected with? And that was a really important question for me because I found that I was brushing up with many individuals throughout the week, but it wasn't necessarily authentic. Like I wasn't able to totally like take off the go mode, the what word am I looking for? The mask, the the grind. Who isn't somebody that I've authentically connected with this week? And then last but not least, what is my hope for this next week? So the first four are really focusing on what happened this last week? Who am I becoming? What am I feeling? What are some things I'm excited about? What are some challenges I'm facing? And then once I start looking through those things, now what do I hope for this next week? It's really, it was those five easy prompts. And this was the thing that I did differently. Instead of doing those check-ins on Mondays, I would do them sometime between Friday and Sunday. I would rarely ever do them on Saturdays. It was usually Friday night or Sunday afternoon. So this resource that I created, it's completely free. And I want it to be something that you can begin to check in with yourself. How was your week? How are you doing? Naming your emotions, naming the victories, naming the challenges, and then also naming the hope for the week to come. This resource, you'll be able to find it easily. It will be in the show notes. You can also find it on AnnaMcGuire.co. That's right, not .com, AnnaMcGuire.co. You can find it there. It will be emailed to you. And you can walk through these prompts because here's the deal. Before we can even begin the process of sewing, we've got to know what we're sewing into. We need to know what kind of soil exists in our lives. 
Because if we don't know the kind of soil, if we don't know the quality of the soil or the, the health of the soil, the seed, it may not even begin to flourish. It may not even be able to take root. So this first step, again, super practical, super easy. Is it glamorous? No. Is it like romantic? Barely. I mean, it feels kind of good after the fact because you're like, man, I, like, I'm getting to know myself. But in the moment, is it fun? Not totally. But it has been so worth it. I can tell you almost one year later how revived and purposed I feel. There was some significant healing that needed to take place in my life September, fall of 2019. And by God's grace and by being super intentional to understand where I was as an individual, I was able to take next steps and really making choices that would bring about abundance in my life, that would bring about the kind of life that I so deeply desired. There's no right or wrong way to do this. So maybe you find that certain questions are better for you. Maybe you find that you need to ask more questions about emotions or more questions about the the victories or the obstacles or you need to think more about the relationships you're authentically connecting with. But these five simple questions I believe are going to set you up to become more self-aware. Again, in a me-centered culture, we can live our lives completely unaware of our core needs, of our core desires, of our core feelings, because it's easier to keep moving forward. It's easier to keep hustling. It's easier to keep our eyes on the prize, to be future-centric instead of being aware of the here and now. Again, This podcast is all about sowing intentionally, reaping abundantly, but before we can sow it, we got to get to know who we are. So I hope that over the next couple days, you take this resource, you take these questions, you sit down with your journal, maybe you don't even like to journal, so an iPhone note, a voice memo on your phone, or on your commute, you just think through the questions, or in the shower, you think through the questions, but that you begin to check in with yourself and see how it is you are truly doing. Guys, I love you so much. I I know maybe we've never met. There's probably the most people that are listening to this right now we have met. So thank you so much for your support being here today. I want you to know that I am cheering you on, that I'm in your corner, and that I fully and truly believe that if we take these moments this season to truly check in with our lives, then we can take practical next steps to sow intentionally in our lives so that we may reap abundantly. Love you guys. Have a great day.